in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. We're going to talk about the VAERS COVID vaccine adverse events. Here we go on camera. It is 1,255,353 reports from the vaccination that was deemed safe and effective. Mm-mm-mm. This is through, not even this month, it's through last week. Each week they update these statistics. So Andy, thank you, first of all, for doing all the promotion that you're doing on your phone. So yep. that uh, people know to get on, get online and chat with us send us a message give us a call if you want to be on the air vaccine war headlines volume 27 27,758 deaths 128,537 urgent care visits with another 154,341 hospitalizations dang it 190,000 doctor office visits, not 190,952, don't want to leave out a single number. Right. You're dang it was because of all these deaths and yes. urgent care visits, yeah. I just can't believe it. No, it's just, it's believable because they've been lying to us the whole time, but it's unbelievable. I know what you mean. Yeah. So... That also includes 9,656 cases of anaphylaxis, which is dangerous, could, could uh, lead to shock, which could lead to death. 15,403 cases of Bell's palsy, a very rare disease that now just popped up. Not so rare anymore, is it? No, pretty common now, but only if you get this shot. <laughs> 4,593 deaths by miscarriage. 14,223 heart attacks, 39,992 cases of myocarditis or pericarditis, 51,600 permanently disabled individuals, 6,556 cases of thrombocytopenia or low platelet count, and that name that words thrombocytopenia might sound familiar to you because of the Johnson and Johnson article that came out just this week, I think yesterday mm-hmm. or today about oh the Johnson and Johnson shot might not be so good for you because it causes blood clots uh, caused through thrombocytopenia. <clears throat> oh, yep. how about that? Mm-hmm. Another thirty thousand nine hundred fifty-seven life-threatening cases, not mentioned above. 41,630 severe allergic reactions. And that's severe, severe enough for somebody to actually go in mm-hmm. and to report it, and then severe enough for them to count it as severe. And then another 13,668 cases of shingles, which a friend of mine once said that's the most painful thing he's ever been through. It's pretty sad yeah. that our oh. government has put people through this, you know? 
Yeah, here's that article I guess I was talking about. Thanks yeah. for pulling this up. <laughs> nice work. She's pretty slick there. So, FDA limits use of J&J COVID vaccine over blood clot risk. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration on Thursday announced it has limited the use of the J&J Pharmaceuticals COVID-19 vaccine over concerns associated with blood clots, like I said earlier. And, again, there's that TTS, or thrombocytopenia syndrome, TTS, which can cause rare, not so rare anymore, but potentially life-threatening, like we said, blood clots, one to two weeks after receiving the J&J vaccine, warranting this limiting of the shot's use. And uh, so, if the FDA decides that it's dangerous mm-hmm. for a chemical te- a test fire experimental vaccination <laughs> to be used, uh, then, gosh, it must be pretty bad. Federal yeah. officials also acknowledge that the COVID-19 vaccines have generated a larger than usual number of adverse reaction reports. Oh, really? Well, look how many they talk about. I think, oh, it's not in this article, but they were talking about 60 deaths. Can you believe that? <laughs> 60. Let's, let's, well, you know what? 60 is not anything to uh, laugh at. That's not even close to what the numbers are. Exactly. And if they're saying just Johnson & Johnson deaths, I might actually believe that. Because the Johnson & Johnson isn't mRNA technology, from what I've been told. And it so isn't, It is to their the article. scapegoat. Right. For the whole industry. Yeah. It's okay. So let's go ahead and cover that. It's just I was laughing at the point that we have uh, 27,758 deaths and four major shot manufacturers. So do the math. Yeah. Do right. the math, right? But anyway, so, <laughs> so following this a little bit deeper, yeah, you were saying that we believe that the FDA or the government now has thrown J&J under the bus. They are the scapegoat for the bad vaccine so but people who are still concerned about any risks they can still take the other vaccines the mrna ones and that's what it said in their article Mm -hmm. so now that proves to us or confirms that this is a more of a regular standard type vaccine uh that we used to know the jane j is whereas the others are the mrna technology the technology Right. The government elites are pushing the technology, not necessarily vaccines. Because vaccines work. Right. They're pushing the technology that's experimental that changes our genes and our DNA. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Okay. What do you got next? So an MIT study finds that COVID vaccines significantly associated with jump in emergency heart problems. Okay, yeah. Really? Heart problems. Mm. Mm-hmm. COVID vaccinations was significantly associated with a 25% jump in emergency medical services for heart problems in 16 to 39-year-olds in Israel, whose vaccination rate is among the world's highest, according to a peer-reviewed study by MIT researchers. Published in the Nature Journal Scientific Reports, the study found no association with COVID infections. However, quote, While not establishing casual relationships, the findings raise concerns regarding vaccine-induced, undetected, severe cardiovascular side effects. Side effects. Side effects. And underscore the already established causal relationship between vaccines and myocarditis, 
a frequent cause of unexpected cardiac arrest in young individuals. The research adds more fuel to the legal and grassroots campaigns against compelled vaccination. Mm-hmm. So you see the little uh, headline down at the bottom there? I leak, we're leaking something here. We're leaking. Oh, look at that. Look oh. at that. <laughs> CDC bought cell phone data. Let's check it out. What does it say? To track vaccination and lockdown compliance reports. Mm-hmm. Okay. You remember those tracers? What do they call them? They were yeah going around the getting COVID jobs. trace. Yeah. Those yeah. people that were, you know, in case you got infected, who have you been in contact with? Contact right. tracers. The right. contact tracers. Yeah, that was what yeah. they called them. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course. So we kind of suspected back then they might be getting into something like this. And there you go. The CDC is the one involved. Centers for Disease Control Prevention used location data from tens of millions of Americans' cell phones to track compliance with lockdown orders. Ugh. They specifically monitored Americans' visits to churches and mm-hmm. schools. Mm-hmm. And also pharmacies for vaccine monitoring. Mm-hmm. CDC also reported that they tracked people's movements during curfews and visits with neighbors. <gasps> oh, those naughty people. Isn't this spying? Mm-hmm. A controversial data broker called SafeGraph initially provided the data to the CDC for free during the outbreak, common, for the pandemic, the documents showed. Then in 2021, the CDC reportedly hatched a deal to pay the company $420,000 for continued access. <laughs> Aren't they lucky? Kind of get the other eyebrow up. <laughs> anyway, researchers confirm. Can you undo this one? Go yeah. Ahead. Researchers confirm evidence of viral shedding from COVID nineteen vaccines. So now we've got not only that they're they're seeing signs of clotting, they're seeing signs of um, uh, the heart problems. Right. And the researchers are reporting on this, but now they also. This kind of sounded odd to us even when they first reported this. But now there's evidence of viral shedding from COVID-19 vaccinations. Mm-hmm. A new study, the evidence of aerosol transfer of SARS-CoV-2 specific humoral immunity, shows that vaccinated adults are more likely to transmit SARS-CoV-2 infection to their children who live in the same household. Yeah. Researchers from the University of Colorado detected the presence of SARS-CoV-2 specific IgGs and IgAs in swab samples taken from children who lived with fully vaccinated parents. Children who live with unvaccinated households are less likely to have SARS-CoV-2 specific antibodies in their nasal passageways and saliva. The evidence shows that unvaccinated children could be developing specific immune responses to the spike proteins that vaccinated people are shedding through their skin. And into the air. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. But the masks won't help in that either. <laughs> FDA debunks Pfizer's claim that there's no evidence that retaking the Paxlovid pill stops re- recurring COVID-19 symptoms. Did you catch that? <laughs> FDA debunks Pfizer's claim that there's no evidence. 
Okay, let's read. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration said on Wednesday that using Pfizer's Paxlovid pill has no evidence of benefit at this time for longer course of treatment. Oh. Mm. Their long COVID pill doesn't work. Yep. Oh, okay. So, back to the shots? Yeah, you're going to have to take boosters. Dang it. Okay, that's pretty much what that's probably going to say. Yeah, definitely. And mRNA vaccines will continue killing people, and those who survive will be New World Order puppets. Mm. What did you pull up here? Okay, so according to Dr. Sukrit Bakati, a Thai-German microbiologist and expert on the Wuhan coronavirus vaccines, he has warned that mRNA vaccines are very dangerous and they will kill more people every day. And those who do survive will be easier subjects for new world order control. Bacati issued the warning during a recent interview with Bright on TV, the host Dr. Peter Bregan on Refounding America. So there's a link to that video if you want to watch the whole report. Okay, and is that that link right there in the article? It's the title. The yeah. title, okay. Mm-hmm. So just mouse over the title, see how it's turning blue and black there? When you mouse over it and click it, it'll go to that article and that video. Yep. Article or video. Or both sometimes. We always go to the source. We take you to the source. And Andy does a great job putting these videos, these articles together. So, uh, again, just a reminder that tonight's program is sponsored by Hale Multimedia website and mobile app design. And Aberrant Music Group. A new music app for independent artists. As well as one of those independent artists who we support. And he supports what we do. Mm -hmm. By giving us permission to use his music. And that's the independent artist Tom McDonald. Strong message and you'll hear from him later. You can also see a video. So stay tuned. Keep your seatbelts on for that one. So we're almost going to... Wrap up our vaccine headlines here, and so let's go through these last couple of articles. Okay, so this one here um, is just basically telling you again that just because it's not the COVID vaccine doesn't mean that it's all safe and pretty, right? So vaccine ingredients being injected into your kids. Iris Figueroa did this research. Okay. She says, I gathered all vaccine ingredients into a list, and the vaccine ingredients are linked. Right there. Okay. And then she called poison control. Mm -hmm. After intros and such and asking to speak with someone tenured and knowledgeable, this is the gist of the conversation. Me. My question to you is how are these ingredients categorized? Benign or poison? I ran a few ingredients. Formaldehyde, tween 80, mercury, aluminum, phenolphenol, potassium phosphate, sodium phosphate, sorbitol, etc. And... He said, Mm -hmm. well, that's quite a list. But I'd have to easily say that they're all toxic to humans, used in fertilizer, pesticides, to stop the heart, to preserve a dead body. They're registered with us in different categories, but pretty much poisons. Why? Well, if I were deliberately to feed or inject my child with these ingredients, often as a schedule obviously had put my daughter in harm's way but what would legally happen to me 
Odd question, but you'd likely be charged with criminal negligence, perhaps with intent to kill, and of course, child abuse. Your child would be taken away from you. Do you know of someone who's doing this to their child? This is criminal. And industry. These are the ingredients used in vaccines, with binding agents to make sure the body won't flush these out, to keep the antibody levels up indefinitely. What? Yeah. <laughs> so the conclusion? The man was beside himself. He asked if I would email him all the information and he wanted to share it with his adult kids who are parents. He was horrified. And he felt awful that he didn't know. His kids are vaccinated and they have health issues. <laughs> like our logo. Mm-hmm. Ah, right? Right. So that was just an interesting little tit for tat that... Uh, um, I found, and I thought I'd share that with everybody. Oh, that's fantastic. No, that is that is amazing. Yeah, are we about ready to close out Vaccine yep. War Headlines? we sure are. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Vaccine War Headlines, a production of Digging Deeper. Theme music provided to Digging Deeper by Drucifer the Aberrant. Beyond the Pale.